Welcome everyone. We're about to begin. This is Hashem BPJ number 43. That's Pius Panimi, a group, a, a joint group for both men and women, Shia number 43. We're talking about the Eight Dates book by John and Julie Gottman and Doug and Rachel Abrams. We're in date number three, which is called Let's Get It On, about sex and intimacy. And we mentioned that for many couples, even though it seems like an exciting thing and something that both would want to talk about, there's sometimes an awkwardness here. There's sometimes a feeling of that it's uh, not appropriate or lack of tzniyas or simply to express vulnerability. But as we explained, it's not a steer to tzniyas. It helps open up the relationship in the most beautiful way. And it's important to discuss these um, concepts with one another. And we ended off last year talking about how um, they did survey about love in general and the physical intimacy in particular. And they did a a study of 70,000 responses from 24 different countries that these things that couples who engage in, they have a greater sex life, meaning their physical intimacy is very powerful and strong and enjoyable. And some of these things may not seem related directly to the physical act of intimacy, but it is a direct correlation. So we said last time, saying you love you to your husband or wife every day and meaning it, giving them gifts, complimenting them often, having romantic uh, um, vacations with one another. We talk about giving each other back rubs and to learn how to do it, that each one should enjoy it. Kiss each other passionately for no reason at all. It says 85% of people who love physical intimacy also kiss, kiss passionately. It, it uh, goes hand in hand. And then to show affection by holding hands, caressing, and, and, and kissing. Other things that these studies show that enhance a physical intimate life is to cuddle with one another every day, obviously in the Torah period. They say only 6% of these non-cuddlers have a great sex life, which is very, very interesting. They did in the studies, which means that if a couple does this often, if they cuddle, they hold each other and they're together, even if they're not actually having the, the, the sex itself, or during the intimacy, they spend time cuddling with one another, not just doing what they're doing and then going their own merry way, but actually staying with each other cuddling with each other, talking to each other that way, that it greatly enhances their physical connection. To have a romantic date once a week, that you dress up and you go to dinner out and you massage each other and you, 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 you spend that night as also as a night for special intimacy to be able to do this. And we said you there's creative ways of doing this, even if you have a tight budget, even if you have kids in the house, one muscle we gave very often, let's say someone is has very young kids, um, where you know it's labor that can very hectic, but they they they're all in bed by eight or eight thirty. You plan the rest of the night together with one another. You do the laundry then a different night or whatever it is, and you work it out to make the physical intimacy a priority. To talk to each other about it in a comfortable way. We explained how that's not a steer to tzniyus; it's a very healthy thing, and. Um, to be open about his hatches of how to renew the relationship, how to renew the physicality, and to turn towards bids for emotional connection, which means that when each one is sensing that the other one needs the the the, the counterpart of it to connect, you do everything you can to connect. And the more couples that do these things that we just explained here, 
the greater the physical intimate life will be. The bottom line is, is what all of you need to know, is that to have great physical intimacy is not rocket science. It's very doable. Even if you're not thinking you're not proficient or you don't know clearly every nuance of what needs to be done, you work with each other, you become better and better and better at it. Sometimes, yes, you could ask a professional chasen kala teacher, coach, objective person about particular questions on the how to enhance the physical intimate relationship. But the bottom line is, is that it, it all this is enhancing the actual physical intimacy, which actually can transform marriages, brings out emotional intimacy. So you're saying I love you all the time. You kiss each other passionately. You cuddle with each other. You make it a priority. And back rubs, all these things help tremendously in getting a couple to become healthfully physical intimate in a very um, healthy way and a beautiful way. The next thing they talk about, which is so, so important, is to make sure that the physical intimacy goes very strong even after parenthood comes in. Not just after a baby six months, but even as they have more children the way it is in life, and they did this research, and we don't need to do research because we see it, that um, basically couples that have young children spend very little time with each other already, and we have to fight that trend. Um. Typically, dads are in their rooms alone. The mothers are busy with the kids. One researcher in this study told them that dual couple, uh, couple dual career couples, meaning a husband work, wife that both work for full time, talk to each other an average of thirty five minutes a week. That's all, and most of that thirty five minutes is discussed discussing errands. And the more a couple connects and is open about their physical, intimate life, the better their sexual uh, experience with each other will be. What happens is, though, is when your kids come and they're stressed, you stop taking time for each other. You stop taking time to just be playful with one another. You stop having romantic getaways. You stop having romantic dates. You stop having adventures together. Uh, They stop doing things that really sustain clarity and sustain passion, sustain a lively, romantic life. And what happens by rote, because you drift apart, that the life becomes like a, a drudgery. And the key really is, is we need to fight that and realize that when children come into the world, we can nurture these children in many ways. Direct chenech is one of the ways, but another way is simply being uh, it, it, that when, when children are nurtured, nurtured um, by the love between their parents, that is a tremendous sipik nefesh for the children in a way even more beyond the love that they receive directly from their parents. It's very, very important after children and after the physical intimate life maybe fizzled out somewhat and they drifted apart. It's time to be mechadish to bring it back and to create that spark again. And it's the best thing for your children. Like we said, the intimate time between a husband and wife is the best thing for your children. And it's kadai to um, remember that. 
And then it's very important to have open discussions about the physical intimacy. Again, it's tzniyas. You could say it in a way that's direct, that can be understood, but in a very refined way. It's a win-win situation for couples to do this. And when you talk about physical intimacy with, and you make that a priority and you discuss it as a priority, the more often the intimate activity will take place in a couple. But very few couples are comfortable talking about the physical relationship. But once you develop the skill, you can learn about it more and more. You can learn how to get comfortable with that physical skill more and more. And the key really is, and again, sometimes people will be more comfortable talking about this very close to when they're going to be intimate. Sometimes they can talk about it even when they're not. As long as it's not trigger, triggering, you know, that's another thing. You know, if, if you, you know, sometimes these discussions, people are worried, especially when they're younger, the men, they could lead to Zeralavatala or or it could cause an arousal of, of, of Machshavis. So if you, you know, so you have to use your common sense and know what could you could affect you or not. For some people that are nervous about that, they could start discussing this a little before the time where physical intimacy will take place regardless. What's very, very important, and in a certain way more for women than for men, that women should express to their husbands, I like it when you touch me here, more than over there. Um, it feels so good when you do this and this. It's important for women, as tzniyas as they are, to be comfortable enough to express to their husbands Rachel Bitchaktana shouldn't use that whatever it means meaning in detail what exactly they need. And research shows that men need and want that guidance from their wives. Husbands, this is something that many women are unaware of. Because they look at men and most men look at other men as being very visual oriented, which is true. And that key really is is that. It's more than that. What men really want is they want to give their wives pleasure. They want to satisfy them, their wives sexually. But they need some direction, and they're asking you for that direction. So this is a symbol of shalom bias. And sometimes, like I said, you could talk about it even outside the bedroom, and it won't be triggering. If that's the case, it's important to, to be open about it. You use a sense of humor. You're always positive and and um you realize that this whole idea is 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 something that you need to protect yourself with to realize that it's a vulnerability to to discuss it you're mamish emotionally naked so to speak when you bear your soul out this way but it is the key to a deep healthy marriage connection Okay, they explain also that researchers show that 70% of people both men and women use indirect strategies when they're asking for physical intimacy from the others. Now, we know there's an Indian with the woman. She's not supposed to verbalize it directly. And, um, and that's true, but still there's plenty of things she could do to express that interest in a clear way. Another thing that's important, and we spoke about this in other shiurim, the prerequisite for physical intimacy is as follows. Generally speaking, generally speaking, first of all, men think about the physical intimate act more than women, um, and that's normal. 
you know, again, a man has to learn how to control it and direct it in a healthy way, but it's, 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 it's a normal thing. The one of the things that's very important to realize is that men in general like to have the physical intimacy in order to feel emotional connect, emotionally connected, while women are the opposite. They need to feel emotionally connected in order to have the physical relationship. And it's very, very important, this distinction. And to men to realize, to fight their natures and realize I'm not just going to connect um, physically so that I should emotionally feel connected later. What my, my wife needs that emotional connection previous, prior to it. So that's why what this man does, if he's healthy, mature adult, is he puts aside... If he came her early, uh, you know, he puts aside the physical aspect of it for the moment and he connects emotionally. Very, very important. A woman's prerequisite is not always limited to emotional closeness. Very often by a woman, it's simply she feels exhausted or distracted or not rested or not feeling good about herself that particular day. And that, um, you know, decreases the interest so the key is if they're in tune with one another, for the wives to see their husbands and realize that they're pushing to, uh, themselves and they're pushing you in a certain way. Not, I'm not talking about pressure or anything like that, but expressing very strong interest of, of, of having the physical relationship. And the women need to understand that this is their mode of being very emotionally connected. That's what gets them to that point. And then... Also, another thing that a couple learns is to know how to handle rejection. If one of them says no, or I'm not in the mood tonight, or I'm really not feeling up to it. And the truth is rejection. The studies show women ag- agree to physical relationships, the, day, the, the connection the same way the men do, and that it's really both of them are, are at a 75%. And the key really is, is that the positive percentage is always the same. So... There's no need to worry. There needs to be an open communication between a husband and wife. If a particular husband or wife does not want to have a physical relationship right now, it's important not to take it personally, not to feel anger, not to feel defensiveness, and to really, you know, utilize it properly. To say no properly means that you talk it over, you give the person space. You don't punish them for saying no. You don't sulk. You don't whine. You could work like a mature adult, talking adult to adult, talking about this subject with one another. And the reason why studies show it's much harder for a man to hear a no from a from a from a wife, because researchers show that being wanted sexually or being physically desired is essential to a man's sense of his masculinity and a sense of his well-being. There's even a study that shows that men would prefer to get fired from their jobs rather than to have their wives not want to be sexual with them. And that's such an interesting concept. Again, you don't punish each other for saying no, you don't sulk, you don't whine. And again, like we said, that... The reason why a man gets insulted more because he feels it is a attack on his own masculinity, like we said. He's very, very sensitive to, to it. And you need to keep it passionate. And you the kissing is very important often and 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 
a real, you know, strong kiss often with each other does help a lot. Physically, things change. The chemical hormones, neuro- neurotransmitters in the, in the brain that release dopamine increases, uh, you know, um, those good feeling hormones that make you both feel good and the blood vessels will dilate, you'll get extra oxygen, your pupils will dilate, your, fle- your, your lips, your cheeks will flush and your lips, uh, uh, you know, and so on are very, very sensitive to that to bring that desire out. And it's a very healthy thing to, to, to go about practicing. Like we said before, study of 70,000 people in 24 countries said that in the great relationships, kissing, kissing passionately for no reason at all was one of the most universal keys to a great physical intimate life. Another way to keep the passion flowing is to express your fondness and affection verbally. Not just think positive things about your husband or wife, but to verbalize them to your husband and wife. Appreciate their efforts, appreciating their attractiveness, appreciating their intelligence, appreciating their work and their skills, their sense of humor. And you appreciated Yeshua Karasatayv. And we gave the Eitzah, when we were talking about the first John Gottman book, he brings it here, he says a 20 to 1 ratio, meaning that every time you roll your eyes at something that your uh, spouse said or did, you need to counteract that with 20 positive responses and reactions. That's a very important concept as well. So again, just to reiterate some main points over here, it's very important to discuss physical intimacy with one another, even the woman in their theistic way could do it in a subtle way, but the communication needs to take place where there's clarity. They know what each other wants. They know what each other needs. And, and um, it's important also to cut um, an agreement when one initiates and, and how the other one shouldn't feel overburdened by that and to um, discuss emotional closeness, and again, to reiterate those items that studied show enhance the physical connection when you deal with this emotionally. And uh, we talked about kissing passionately helps, cuddling helps, romantic dates once a week helps, and talking to each other about these things help. And it really is, is transformative. So again, this is a date that, again, most people would say this is fun and we'll talk about it, but uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of awkwardness and hiddenness in this because people are, it's hard for them to be open and be vulnerable to what their wives need or what the husbands need. Brachanat